Hello, welcome to the podcast. Well, welcome back. If you're new here, I'm Anna and this is Inside Anna's Mind Podcast. Okay, guys, I have been gone for a few weeks, maybe a little bit more than a few weeks, and it did make me really sad because I was just like, oh my God. But, you know, I always preach about taking that time off when you need and it's what I needed. I had the Manchester Gymshot weekend, which I think was posted across like all socials. And then after the Manchester weekend, I kind of had personal stuff going on. And only for the last two, three days have I kind of been back onto things. So I'm gonna use this episode as a bit of a catch up. I have no plan. The only plan of this episode is to get everything out of my brain. So we have no idea where it's gonna go. Let's talk, you know, I'm just gonna update you guys because we are, I really do feel like besties. And I think that's what the Manchester Gymshark event brought to me. And if also, let's say you're not able to come to these events, let's say you live somewhere else in the world or you're just not able to, just to let you know that everyone else is doing an amazing job at showing how amazing the community is. Does that make sense? Like it really fills up my cup meeting you guys and seeing you guys and every time whoever I meet, it gives such a great representation of everyone else I feel. Like everyone is such good vibes and it really gave me this feeling of like, bro, we really are friends. And I think that's why I keep calling everyone like besties at the moment because it just, it feels like that. And it makes sense. Like the reason why I started this stuff and what it's really turning into or continuing to be is a way for us to connect to each other. And that's essentially what friends are. So we are friends just to lay that out. So basically, I can't give you too much detail. Maybe I'll open up about it at a different time. But basically, <laughs> the morning that I went to the Gymshark event, so it was a Thursday, the only plan of my morning was to meet a friend, pack, go to the event. I find out quite big news, quite shocking, but I have to swallow it because I'm about to do this event. And so in the, how do I describe this? Basically I had the event, it was so much adrenaline, but any time that I came back, like let's say to my hotel in the evening or something, everything else would hit me. And then it was almost like, okay, get back to kind of, you know, meeting everyone and everything. And so like, if anything, it was actually so lovely, just, I'm not gonna say being distracted, but just being able to connect with you all. And for a moment, just like forget about everything else. Like it was weirdly, I think supposed to happen on that weekend. And then basically coming back from Manchester weekend, I was really presented with it because one, I was exhausted from it. And I think if you follow any other Gymshark athletes, it seemed like everyone had a bit of a festival come down, you know, when you have such a great weekend at a festival or something, or it could just be a great holiday or anything, you come back and it just hits you. And there's not that kind of adrenaline or doing something every day. And it really felt like that. And it seemed like a lot of athletes also struggled just that, you know, coming back, especially me living alone, like coming back and then just being like really presented with the kind of mundane, I don't know. I think it's just the change. Normally I live alone and I'm by myself most of my day anyways, but the contrast of meeting literally thousands of people and being around thousands of people to them being by yourself, it was, it was quite a lot. And then trying to get through and process what I was going through. And this is kind of, I guess the next thing I want to talk about is the magic of actually letting yourself process 
I have been through so many situations in my life, experiences. I've opened up about it, whether it's grief, whether it was uh, processing sexual abuse, whether it was just random experiences in my life, right? And, you know, when you don't have those tools, like I don't go to my younger self and be like, why didn't you process that happening to you? Why didn't you process that? Well, I didn't have the tools. It wasn't in my consciousness. It's just the way life went, okay? But within that, when you don't process what you're going through, it gets suppressed, okay? So it's still in you. You might think, well, if I just ignore and distract myself, then it didn't happen. Well, it did. Your body went through it, and so it's gonna hold on to that. And if you don't express emotion about it, then it gets stuck inside your body. That's what emotion is. Emotion, energy in motion. Okay, so it's good to be emotional sometimes because it lets it out. And, you know, it was a really great, in a very weird way, although it was super hard and I was kind of, a, a lot was going on, right? I let myself be emotional and it was a really good kind of reminder of how much I've grown. Like, wow, you really took two weeks off. Like I just stopped kind of in my work phase, you know, I kind of stopped my work. I let myself be down or just flow with it. And it was hard. Like if I take myself and I think about my normal routine and what I was doing before Manchester left, you know, I work quite a bit, I do my editing, I do my filming. I go to the gym. I've got quite a lot of routines, right? It was such a contrast. Like I literally had to get a friend to come around my house to get me out of bed, to go get a nice coffee, to come back, watch Netflix all day while being with a friend. <laughs> until I fell asleep at night on the sofa, then I would go to bed and my friend would leave. Like it was to that kind of extremity. <laughs> Anyways, there were points, right, where I was questioned for how much I was processing it. And this is something I wanna talk about, you know, it's all kind of rolling into one, but there, I had a few voices. And when I say voices, I mean people. And I don't wanna be mean, but they were men. And I'm not saying this is all men, I love the men that listen to this podcast, but I'm just, it's coming from, I just feel that other people may get this as well because men are quite rational. And especially when we compare to people our age, I don't wanna say women are more mature. I'm just gonna say we maybe have a little bit more emotional awareness of a situation or understanding. Now. I really wanna make sure that that doesn't come across as like better or worse. I'm just stating a fact that I think, I think that. Anyways, I was in my emotions, I was in my processing and I was kind of questioned like, why can't you work? Why can't you exercise? Why, why can't you get over this? And why is it such a hard thing, right? And for a second, I actually let those comments in and then I realized, no, like that's not happening this time. And I really kind of held my ground of like, you don't get to tell me how to process this just because you might think, I'll oh, just forget about it. Stop overthinking, stop being like that. That's not what's happening. And it is a serious situation. And like, I don't know if you guys get this or you've experienced this, but I've had it previously in my life too. And I think Previously, I would kind of be like, oh yeah, Anna, you're being so stupid. Why are you overthinking it or whatnot? And I think there's a power in understanding that us women, we are more in touch with our emotions. And it doesn't mean that men aren't. Like there are definitely more, there's probably men out there that are way more emotionally aware than us. I'm not saying it's a comparison. I'm just saying 
as women, as our hormones, as our feminine energy, we are naturally a little bit more complex. We feel different things. We're on a 28 day cycle. Did you know that? Our hormones and our the way our body works, we run on a 28 day cycle. Men run on a 24 hour cycle, right? So the way they kind of feel in themselves repeats daily, whereas we repeat monthly. There's obviously all these phases in your menstrual cycle and you know, when you come off your period and you're feeling really, you know, energetic and stuff. And then before your period, those weeks before you're feeling really low. So that's kind of the way that we feel. And men run on a 24 hour cycle, which is really interesting because so many things in our society are built over the fact that we run on 24 hour schedule, e.g. a nine to five, e.g. like literally, yeah, work. Like if I think in the future, right? Like to have a business, right? This is just kind of like a random thought, but to actually structure almost like a working schedule along with women and like when they are in their more productive and more energetic phases to like the workplace to literally be giving them the harder task or whatnot. And when they're in their other phases, like you can literally use this in your own daily life and just do a little bit of research and you can basically find out when it is best to do certain tasks in line with your menstrual cycle. And I think within that companies will literally benefit because the women are essentially working harder, better, less stressed happier workplace. Anyways, that was such a detour. I was talking about basically being questioned how I was processing it and I pushed past it. And I'm so, so glad I did because guess what? The situation a couple of days ago, now over and I feel okay. I actually feel kind of good. And I know for a fact, if I didn't process what was going on in the period, then after it, I probably would have been a bit of a mess. I wouldn't have understand what had happened. Like it just all would have been a little bit, you know, it would have caught up to me, all that suppression. But I just let myself be low and I let myself cry at any minor inconveniences or not even at any minor inconveniences, but actually at the situation. You might find when you suppress things, you're crying about everything else but the situation. I remember when my dad passed away when I was a couple of months before I was 18. And I did not process him going, how are you supposed to, I'm sorry, but how on earth are you supposed to process a parent dying? And I think what kind of added a weird thing to my grief with my dad was, so I would see my dad once a year. That was our relationship. He lived in the Caribbean. So I'd go on holiday once a year to see him. And when I was six to 10 years old, I didn't see him for four years. So as Anna, I learned what it was like to be away from my dad, but then see him in the end, right? I went four years without him. And then it was once a year and that felt like a treat. Honestly, that was uh, cool and a grateful, but she was literally like just on top of the moon. She could see him once a year. Anyways, so then when I lost my dad and I flew back home from the Caribbean because he was in a coma, I didn't understand that he had gone because it wasn't like... If my mum had passed away, I live. I lived with my mum, so I would feel her presence not there every day. I lost my dad who lived in a different country. And so in my head, it's like, oh, I'll just see him next year. It's been three years and I still don't really understand that he's there. I guess the part that when I do remember is, let's say when I want to tell him something and I'm like, oh, I literally can't tell him something. But anyways, so I didn't process it at all, at all. 
when he did pass away. And it was during like the summer, like just before kind of my summer of going into year 13, which is like your last year in school, A-levels. And I kind of spent my whole summer just watching Netflix with my boyfriend. And then we go back to school and <laughs> from not crying all summer about my dad, I cried at every single little thing at school. A teacher could ask me, where's your homework? And I would just like run out the classroom crying or just like, oh, where's this thing? Or can you do this? Or a grade back? Or my mum saying something at me, like everything I was just, and, and what's interesting is this is actually when I went into depression. I went to a really depressive episode. Sorry, we're going on such a tangent, but I went into a really depressive episode. And so I guess this is just like me kind of reflecting back on other experiences where I didn't let myself process. And I think processing my dad has been such a long journey in itself. And I still am. Like even today, um, I had some really great news. Kind of shocking, kind of couldn't get my head around it. So it was to do with kind of business and my dad was a very like business kind of man and he and i always went to him with my achievements oh dad i did this in school or i'm gym captain or i've reached this or i got this grade or you know that was as close i could get to like the businessy money things when you're at school <laughs> obviously i don't have a business then and then it was just like today i was like damn he is the one person right now i want to tell and yeah, it was just like kind of a weird feeling. And then I kind of realized like, okay, this is now up to you to feel really proud of yourself. So I did that. I had a little boogie in my shower, had a little celebration sushi dinner. But yeah, anyways, going back. Oh yeah, I was talking about happy that I had basically processed my situation because then when it happened, I felt better. And I think a lot of you guys can take this in in your own little way. When something hits you, when something you're feeling a bit low or you've had a situation, sometimes we just need to stop and breathe. Like you might be listening right now and you might've just had a really tough day or week or situation or an injury or a mental thing or an experience. And you're so in a rush to just be back and you're almost beating yourself up for not being in routine for procrastinating this morning. Shall I tell you why you procrastinated? Probably because you wanted to rest. Your body is so tired. You're, you've gone through a lot of emotions and you're not letting it. And obviously this is just the people who resonate with this. So if it doesn't maybe use this for another time, but I really do feel you. And it's one of the biggest, biggest lessons I've learned recently. When you are going through something, it's an investment to actually stop, process, feel, relax and then we can get back onto it and i actually had a question because i talked about this on my tiktok and someone was like how do you know when you fully process and it was actually such a good question because within that sometimes you know we could continue 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 feeling low and then it kind of actually turns into more of a routine of feeling low not necessarily processing it but not being able to do anything and you know we're also personal in our experiences and I feel that if you have done the crying, the journaling, the physical resting, right? You're really actually processing it. And I can't, I really can't give you a certain day or time or whatnot, but you will start to feel a little bit lighter when you process it. And if you feel like it's just kind of like 
rut vibes or like you're in a little funk, you either need to one, assess with yourself, have I let myself have that downtime? Because you might be in a funk because you're not letting yourself have that downtime. So you need to go into your downtime. But if you're in just kind of this funk because you've processed it, but then you just don't know what to do with yourself or you're just a bit like, Ugh, it's time to like put on your adult brain and be like, okay, what feels good? And it's about slowly adding that into routine. So, you know, last week I just, I just did the gym session and I went home and I watched Netflix all day. And then this week it's kind of like drink your greens, do your gym session, do your gua sha. So just like adding little things. So going to the question of like, how do you know when you fully processed it? It's going to be a you thing. It's, uh, I, there is not a direct answer. Um, but if you find yourself kind of ignoring the situation and you're just kind of like lying in bed all day, then I would, you know, grab a friend, try just do the little things that can help you get out because also processing happens with other things as well. It's not just a matter of lying in your bed crying all day. I'm saying have a little bit of those days, but don't take it to the extreme of not doing anything else. By you exercising, your body will release, okay? By you running through a field, by you going on a bike ride, by you singing in the shower, by you letting yourself feel happy, will you release things too? So I definitely don't want you guys to think like, oh, I've got to stay in this lowness to be able to process it all. It's like, no, just have the balance of both. My body is definitely like releasing more each day by just kind of getting back into things with a healthy, loving mindset. Okay. Oh my God, this feels so off brand for me. I say off brand all the time now. Like it's my new bloody motto. I think you guys should start saying it too. <laughs> off brand is like who you are. And then if you do something a little bit different, you're like, oh, this is so off brand for me. Anyways, because normally, right, I have a bit more structure to my podcast because I really like to kind of get that full message out. This reminds me of the podcast episodes I did like when I first started, I would just like stare blankly into the room and just speak all my thoughts and not for a second process what I've talked about. But what that does is it kind of leaves me with anxiety after the episode because I have no idea whether it's good or not. So that's why I tend to like slightly plan in my podcast episodes of what I'm going to talk about so that I know I've covered everything. So I'd absolutely love if you just sent me a little DM or a little comment on the um, recent podcast post to let me know how you felt about this one because we can definitely have more like random chit chats out of Anna's brain. Anyways, next thing I want to talk about is kind of what we're talking about. But when you're having a hard time, you really need to think about it as moments of growth. And once you have this mindset, oh, it changes things. It was so funny, right? Because when I told my therapist, oh, she was the first person to know. And she was like, well, actually, I don't think she told me this on the day. She told me this when I came back from Manchester. We were having a therapy call and we were like, okay, time to really come to face with this. And she was like, Anna, this is so exciting. And I was like, what? She was like, you're going to grow so much from it. And I was like, yes, I am. And it kept me on this little cloud the whole time of like, this is not happening because life is against me. This is not happening because I'm doomed. This is happening because the universe wants me to grow. And when this is something you need to keep in mind, when tough things come and whether that's or not, you're going through an eating disorder, whether or not you're losing someone or you're going through a really tough time, whatever the experience, because I literally just labeled two there, but whatever the experience, even a breakup, this is a moment of growth. Growth doesn't come from easy things. It's great to be happy, okay? But there are gonna be hard times. And if we can label it instead, these are growth moments. 
I think it just sets us up to have a little bit more faith in ourselves throughout the process. So basically I went to Tenerife before Manchester event. So it was Tenerife, Manchester event, personal stuff for two weeks and now we're here. So basically like the last month. And I dislocated my shoulder in Tenerife. And basically I came off my running plan for like three weeks. And then it's during this kind of hard period where it's affecting me kind of mentally and physically the last two weeks. And I kind of realized like, Anna, you've got the half marathon in six weeks. You you need to start training, like you need to. And I'm all for resting. But the thing is I wasn't injured, if that makes sense. Like I could do it, it was just gonna be a little bit harder. And I was like, I really, really need to do it. But obviously the motivation was so low. I literally wasn't getting anything else done in my day. But I was like, I really need to do it. And so I did it. And guys, I can't explain when you do things, when things are hard, you know, doing things when you feel great is amazing. Going on your run when you feel great, going to the gym when you feel great. But accomplishing things when you don't think you can do it or when you're literally, you know, something is going on. I, I really understood the definition of strong. And it was so interesting that a time and a period of my life, or let's just say month, that initially made me feel like, oh, all this is happening to me and I'm weak and I'm blah, blah, blah. It actually made me feel unstoppable. The fact that I could go on a run when all of that was kind of going on, I literally finished the run and I was like, nothing can stop me. And when I get back to things, my normal life and my normal energy levels and mental stability, oh my gosh, am I unstoppable? And that's the thing, like even when I did the marathon six months ago, I just did not understand that I could do a marathon. And when you push through those hard times and then you actually do it, you feel unstoppable. And I think that's just such an amazing kind of feeling. And that was the same, basically for the Gymshark event, I, so I told you I dislocated my shoulder three days before, which, oh my gosh, guys, I talked about it on my YouTube and it really kind of hit me because the months before, we only found out there was a Gymshark event like two months before, maybe like a month and a half before. I was like kind of getting nervous because I was like, I wonder if my strength is going to be optimal. I wonder if I'm going to be able to do 10 chin-ups. Do you know what I mean? I was really kind of adding that little bit of pressure, not in terms of like what my body was going to look like, but whether or not I'd be strong enough and whatever. And then I dislocate my shoulder three days before and I was like, okay, I kind of understand what it means to be grateful about your body, just being alive and working. And, you know, I went from like, oh, can I do 10 to like, bro, you're not going to be doing anything. But weirdly enough, so I didn't do any exercise or like use my shoulder at all the whole Gymshark weekend. And then the last hour of the event, I held a pull-up class and I had so much adrenaline. I honestly could like push a bus. And I was like, oh my God, F it. I'm just going to do these pull-ups. Like I, you know, I've got literally my besties here with me. I just want to, I want to do my pull-ups. I did eight and I was so proud. I didn't even think I could do one. Anyways, back to the story. I was injured for the event. And also if you guys are on my socials at the time, I lost my voice completely. I honestly sounded like a raspy man, but not even just like, oh, I can't talk. Like it was like, it was so bad. I had to like whisper shout to people. So I'd lost my voice, I was injured. And then I had this thing going on. And when I finished the event, I honestly was like, I will never have event anxiety again. 
Event anxiety, I would just explain my anxiety I used to have events. You know, will I look nice? Will my body look good? Will, you know, will my interactions with people, that very surface level kind of, when you go to a party, you're kind of stressing what you look like and what people think and whatnot. Events are just a little bit more heightened because people kind of know who you are. And then you also got to interact with people and then you're kind of a bit scared. And if it's an influence event, it's sometimes a little bit more scarier, all of that stuff. And as my growth as a human has gone on the last year, two years, I have just kind of come away from like caring what I look like and whatnot. But it was interesting that obviously like for this event, I was like, I really want to be strong, um, but not too much anxiety, just kind of like excited. And then after this event, I was like, I will never, ever be scared for again, event for again. If I can do it injured with no voice and the thing that was going on, nothing will stop me. Nothing can stop me. And it's so true. And I like, this is why I think, you know, doing, I'm not going to say hard things, but doing things when you think you can't do them and then you do them, it just, it builds up a database in your brain that you can do it. And it gives you more confidence that you can do it. Um, so yeah, I was just like kind of super proud of that and just happy and overall just overwhelmed by the weekend. I, yeah, just a little note just to say how grateful I am for you guys listening to my podcast. Like it was so amazing. Like when I was meeting everyone and when someone would say like, oh, I listened to your podcast. <laughs> I go, oh, so you know my shit, <laughs> you know my daddy issues, you know everything. Cause it's so true. Like the people that listen to my podcast, you guys, you, you know, you get the medal of like the most connected to me in a way of you like, I share the most to you and you know the most about me throughout like every platform. And so, yeah, I'm just, if there's anyone to say thank you to is the people listening to my podcast. So thank you so, so much. And oh my God, such exciting news, which I can definitely, definitely talk about. If you guys have looked on the podcast Instagram, and this is why it's so important to follow, I release such exciting news. Guys, I'm holding a retreat. I'm holding a retreat. And this is what I mean, guys, this year is so exciting. We have so many exciting things coming up, especially for the podcast. And that's why, again, it just kind of came along in this conversation of being so grateful for you guys. But, oh, so we're holding a retreat in the Peak District, which if you're not from England, is just this most beautiful place in the North. And it's in this beautiful, beautiful, like made up cottage kind of vibe, like very modern, but also like so cozy and there is, you cannot get a more Anna weekend. Every single thing, like in terms of the activities, like we're doing a workout class, we've got ice bath, which, cause I've just got an ice bath, right? So I'm really gonna get into my ice bath phase. So we're all gonna do ice baths there as well. We're gonna go on a hot girl walk. We're gonna have yummy, healthy foods. Like just, there are so many little details as well, which I wonder how much I can tell you. No, I'm sure I can tell you loads, but like even like the brands that I love are all getting involved. So it's like anything, like even to like the point of having sippy cups, like everyone's gonna have like a, you know, like a straw cup thing that I always use, like everything. It's it's gonna be an Anna weekend. We're gonna have yoga. We're also gonna go on a 5K run. And it's, it's a very, I won't lie guys, it's a very limited amount of people on the retreat. And I would love to do it with all of you. Like I generally would. I just want to make sure on my behalf that if I 
am creating an experience I need it to be the best experience and I know for a fact if I did a retreat for 50 people I just in two days I would not be able to connect with you all and I want you know if you're going to be coming onto this retreat I want you to I want us to connect I want us to be friends by the end of it and I want everyone to be friends with each other and so that's why it's like a little bit more limited I want everyone to have such an amazing experience but there's gonna be more guys there's gonna be more but yeah so that's basically the retreat so that's really exciting news um I'm also going to Australia in October I think it's the flights are not booked but I'm pretty sure we're going. So I'm just kind of updating you with exciting things going on. I'm going to Spain in two weeks, actually. Um, I made a new friend, shout out to Amelia. Um, guys, honestly, this is the thing as well, like experiences or when I talked about this, like moments of growth, like hard times, it just brings you new things. And oh my God, this is a whole nother topic we can go into. Okay, we're going into it. Sorry. <laughs> While I was going through this experience, I was texting my therapist and I don't know about you guys, but I normally only accept support, like real, real support in terms of hugs or everything's going to be okay. Kind of like actually listening to the person if it's a boyfriend, if it's a boy, like I'll be honest, you know, my friends could tell me like, you know, they could give me a little hug and like, but a boy will calm me down. A boy I will feel the support from. So when I go through this experience, I was texting my therapist and I was like, this is really hard because like, I'm not saying I don't feel supported, but she basically texted me and she was like, Anna, this is a reoccurring thing. You say in your therapy sessions that you don't feel supported and that you've always gone things alone, but people are there. You just need to let them in. And it was just like, oh no, but like letting in your girlfriends are scary. Like, I'm close with my girlfriends, don't get me wrong, but they don't come and wrap me up in a blanket, sit me on the sofa and tell me I'm going to be okay because I just, I'm the, I'm quite an alpha kind of, do you know what I mean? I'm in my masculine energy quite a lot. And when I'm with a more of an alpha guy, that's like, it puts me into my feminine energy and it allows me to receive. But I don't let myself do that with my girlfriends. And she was like, Anna, this is a really healing time to let other people support you. You say in your therapy sessions that you're not supported by others, but you are the one stopping it. And when she said that, I was like, damn girl, you're right. <laughs> you're completely right. And so I was like, okay, this is another thing that this experience is bringing me. And I let my girlfriends in. Like I literally just booked myself up with all my gully pops. And there was one girl, Amelia, and she, we hang out like every single day. And it was such a random no, I'm no, I'm not going to say it's random, but just like we suddenly just started hanging out every single day. And it was just so weird for me because I genuinely don't remember the last time I had a best friend like this. I obviously like, you know, when you have like a super close best friend that you do everything with. I never really had that. Well, I did have best friends growing up. Don't get me wrong. But I would say past the age of like 17, I I didn't have a super close best friend. Do you know what I mean? Like I kind of had a boyfriend when I was 18. So that was kind of like my main thing. And then I went kind of broke up with my boyfriend, started the fitness account the next day. And then I kind of turned into my fitness account. All my friends go off to uni and I think quality over quantity. I don't need new friends. I've got what I need. And then it came to me living alone three months ago. And I was like, Anna, I know quality over quantity, but you don't have any friends in your area. You can't rely on seeing your best friends 
twice a year. Like you just can't. And I still love them and they're always gonna be part of my life, but I can't just reserve that space and just be like, yep, I can't have any more friends. And so recently I really put myself out there and I made a load of new friends. And then suddenly like me and this girl, we're just like hanging out every single day. And I was just like, I genuinely don't remember this. And it was so like nurturing and just so lovely. Like honestly, so lovely to just be able to like not have to have a social battery with someone and just like chill out and do stupid things and like go grocery shopping together because I had no motivation to otherwise, or just go get iced coffees or do you know what I mean? Or just like watch Netflix with each other and not have to say anything. Like, I don't know, it was kind of healing in itself. So that was another thing that is kind of, experience brought to me so yeah if you're in a position where you maybe don't feel supported maybe just do a little double check and see if you're allowing the support in right i think this can happen with our parents as well like we'll be like oh you don't support me but it's like but if they try do you let it in and maybe you just need to kind of rethink with yourself or recheck with yourself what type of support do you need because then it may be easier to like clearly ask for that for example, your mom might only know how to give that kind of physical support, but that might be the last thing on your mind. So, you know, when you're kind of yelling at her or you're kind of not necessarily yelling, but you're just like, oh, you don't support me. And she's there like, but I try hug, or I try to do this. But for you, that's not support. You may need to communicate and be like, mom, the support I need right now is kind of maybe someone sitting on my bed and maybe watching a film or the support I need right now is um having a little chat do you know what i mean so like maybe try understand what support you're kind of needing and then maybe communicating to others or inviting it in from other people another thing i want to talk about is kind of like your fitness journey and just a little reminder because for me i remember this now or i remind myself of it quite often and it's just like the normal but you know depending if you just started your fitness journey or whether you're kind of in a little bit more of a tighter mindset around it. I don't know how to describe it, but you really need to understand that fitness journey doesn't mean a straight line going up at a nice kind of curve or line. It really does have its ups and downs and that is part of it. That is generally part of it. So instead of going, oh, I'm injured, this has ruined my journey and I now need to start again, no. The universe has already planned out what's gonna happen in your next year. There's gonna be an injury, there's gonna be an event, there's gonna be a holiday, there's gonna be a emotional thing. It's already planned out. It's about you weaving around it, okay? So, you know, I used to, let's say, there were some changes with my body or my workouts had changed or I was doing less or I was doing more or whatnot. And instead of being like, oh, I've, you know, gone down or something, or I've kind of lost track, it's like, no, the fitness journey is about being able to adapt with things. There's gonna be points where you're injured and you're gonna have to adapt. And this is what it's all about. So I don't know if that eases a bit of pressure, but just so you know that there's supposed to be times where you're not doing as great and there's supposed to be times where you're maybe going down a little bit and it's not always down, like you'll come back with a little bit more energy. But I just wanted to put that out there because we're sat here, we're getting everything off my brain. I'm trying to think if there's anything else on my brain. It's currently 9.15. I honestly, I go to bed in about half an hour. So I think I'm just to wind down. I'm not too sure because I feel kind of energized. That's probably because I did have a coffee at like 2 p.m. and I'm quite sensitive to caffeine. I normally don't have anything after 12. Um, but yeah, that is just me rambling. 
I'm now going to go to bed. I'm sending so much love, by the way. I don't know how you're doing. I hope you're doing well. My DMs are always open as well. If you just want a brain dump, also use it as like a little timestamp because if you like message me, let's say one month and you're like, I'm not doing good. And then like a couple of weeks later, you're like, bro, I got this, this is happening. Or if you text me six months straight that you're really, really down, that's okay too. Or if you text me every single day that you're feeling great, that's amazing too. DMs are open. Um, you know, I might get back to you or not, but I am sending love. And also I do read all my message requests like I do. I sometimes don't get around to answering them, although I, I'm pretty good, but I do actually read everything. So just to let you know that I do read your messages. And so, yeah, I'm just so grateful to have you guys. Thank you for listening. Let me know if you enjoyed my little brain dump. Again, it is inside Anna's mind. So we are on brand actually, we are on brand. But yeah, I'm gonna go to bed because in the morning, I'm gonna film a spend the morning with me for YouTube and kind of do a catch up. So maybe similar vibe, probably, probably a little bit more like kind of put together, maybe, maybe not, but yeah, I'm just sending so much love and I'm, and I'm gonna go now cause I am I'm procrastinating on going to sleep. <laughs> but yeah, I love you guys.